We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's March 27th, it's 2023. We have eight NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. What's up, YouTube? Hope everyone is having a fantastic Sunday night. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief has officially gotten me super pumped for baseball because... He's been over here talking my ear off about baseball for the last uh, 10 minutes. And now I don't even want to talk about this basketball slate. So you can all thank him for that. Um, <laughs> Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, brother. It's it's so so I've been in baseball mode probably I since the beginning of spring training. Like the first spring training games I've been in in MLB mode and, you know, looking at games, looking at players, looking at pitchers. And, man, I, I think this might be the most prepared I am for MLB regular season in all of my years of DFS so far. And that's 
it's actually a fair amount of years the more I start adding them up. But I just feel very prepared this year. And I think this is just going to be a part of my process every year, like just deep diving the spring training. Yeah, spring training may not mean much to everyone, but I, I do think being able to see um, where these guys were in their development, in their progression, you know, who actually went 80 plus pitches in, in, in you know, their, their last to, or next to last start and seeing how the, the managers handled them. And it, it's, it's really been pretty refreshing this season. So, Hate to hog up the mic talking MLB on an NBA podcast, but I tell you, man, it just it's really helped my preparation, I think. I don't think anybody here is going to be complaining about that. I'm I'm not. Uh, I'm very pumped. We will have the opening day podcast Thursday out for some day baseball on Thursday. Oh, it's like music in your ears just talking about it. Basketball back on Friday and then next Monday. So this is the last NBA Monday podcast assume i haven't looked at the baseball schedule but if there's a slow baseball day or a slow basketball day kind of flip-flopping so mostly starting next monday though we'll be talking baseball on the morning grind um as we start transitioning into baseball starting basketball ending um kind of thing so hope everyone had a great weekend we're gonna jump right in and get started i'm sure your weekend was better than mine i'll just leave it at that um we got dallas at Indiana, no total in this game. Dallas is on the second end of a back-to-back. Um, I think we did get news that like Luca is not expected to play, right? It's suspended or something. Um, so he'll be out. We know that. Um, we'll see if anything else comes out. And then on the Pacer side of things, Duarte's out, and then Halliburton and Turner are both questionable. Let's start Dallas, 9,800 Kyrie. We know no Luka. We know every game matters right now for Dallas. Um, hard to pass on Kyrie. I know it's the opening game of the night, but it's a weird slate, Will. We should have – I mean, I should have said that. We got two 7 o'clock games, a 7.30 game, a 9 o'clock game, a 9.30 game, a 10 o'clock game, or two 10 o'clock games and a 10.30 game. So a very spread out slate tonight. Yeah. Give me your thoughts on Dallas. Yeah, I, I think Kyrie's going to be big time in play here. Um, you know, when he's played now, Tim Hardaway Jr., I think he's going to play as well. Pretty sure he is. So he's probably going to be in play in this spot against Indiana. Uh, but I don't think anybody else – I don't think we have to play anybody else. Um, you know, once once again, man, Maxi Cleaver's getting big minutes. Had a nice game against the Hornets this time around. Um Maybe you can run him back with no Luka uh, if he plays 30 minutes because Dallas does need to win basketball games. Losing two in a row to the Hornets does not help their playoff cause at all. So I'm assuming they're going to come out ready to play even on a back-to-back. Yeah, it's kind of – I mean, Kyrie, main target. Hardaway Jr., 5500 I think he's a fair price tag as well. Um, Maxi. Listen, bigs have crushed Indiana all season, and I think that's an excellent call. You're assuming the risk. I mean, that that's the nicest way to say, it, right? At the end of the day, um, you're just you're you're taking on the risk of <laughs> his minutes. Uh, if he gets the minutes, he crushes. If he doesn't, then he doesn't. So, I think a guy like Maxi very much in play in large field tournaments. Um, I definitely don't mind this spot for him. 
Indiana side of this game, I mean, gosh, waiting on the news here, right? Turner questionable, Halberton questionable, Duarte out. Um, if these guys sit, obviously we're bumping up Nimhard, we're bumping up McConnell, we're bumping up Matherin. Nee Smith would get a bump if Turner is out. Um, Indiana, a tough team here, not knowing the injury news. Yes, sir, absolutely. Um, the, the thing is, man, if these guys are out, then of course you end up with the wars. You end up with, you know, uh, Jalen Smith possibly. Like, you just you end up with this random collection of guys. Um, so that's how I think you, you know, you're going to have to approach it. This is going to be one where I think we have to sit on it at least for part of the day. Indiana has been fairly good about releasing their news. So um, it's a 7 o'clock game. No matter what, you'll get it before lock at some point. Um, whether or not Halliburton, these guys are going to play, I, I don't think they're interested in winning games. So I could easily see Turner and Halliburton sitting here. Even if they don't, I still think um, Dallas has enough with Kyrie and the gang to, to try and pull off a win here against another bad team. Yeah, I mean, it all it's so tough because night before it really is just going to come down to who plays and who doesn't play. I mean, we could spend 15 minutes talking about like who to play and who not to play um, if these guys are in or out. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to watch this news really quick. If we take Halliburton and Turner and Duarte off the floor for the season on court IQ, just waiting for it to load really quick. Come on, keep on turning. McConnell's averaging over a fantasy point per minute. Um, Jalen Smith, 1.24 fantasy points per minute. Uh, so minutes would be a thing for Jalen Smith if he gets them. So definitely pieces to target. Matherin has the biggest usage bump with those guys off the floor. Um, so yeah, 3.7% increase in usage for Matherin when those guys are off the floor. All right, we got Milwaukee at Detroit. Um, oh, this is an easy one. This is a game that is not going to stay close. Um, I'm just, I was, there wasn't a line out for it. I'm seeing, yeah, it's out now. 232 and the Bucks are a 15 and a half point favorite in this one. On, right. Yeah, on the Detroit side, Bogdanovich, Burks, Cunningham, Diallo, Stewart out, Corey Joseph and Rodney McGruder, both questionable. Milwaukee side, they have Giannis listed as probable here. The only person listed as out is Myers Leonard. Uh, Milwaukee first, I, I mean, ceiling-wise, I just I don't see how any of these guys are going to hit their ceiling if this game doesn't stay close. Yeah, if, uh, if everybody plays, I don't want to play anyone. I mean, and I, I think we talked about this the last time we were on. Yeah, because I think we had the last pod. Uh, you know, Bobby Portis, like maybe, but even Bobby, man, I mean, which he's 5,600, so he could absolutely torch this team. I think in deep tournaments, you're absolutely getting some some exposure to Bobby Portis, at least a lot more in the field. But overall, man, Milwaukee should take care of business easily here. You would think so. Um, you would, you would hope so. I mean, I think that's the way that I would approach building the slate. Um, me personally is just kind of building that Milwaukee crushes them in this game. So if I'm playing if I'm playing anybody from Milwaukee, Portis at 5,600 is somewhat interesting. But I, again, I just 
I think I lean more to like a guy like Grayson Allen, but he's been a guy that's come off the floor in blowouts recently as well. So maybe you're going down to like a, a Carter at 3,400 in large field tournaments. Honestly, night before, depending on like the value, I don't have a ton of interest right now. Um, no one even written down on my, my sheet for Milwaukee today, like doing research before the podcast. There was nothing that was like, got to play these guys. Um, Detroit. I mean, everyone's a lot of people getting healthy, even in blowouts. They've been giving guys minutes. Like they got blown out by Toronto the other night and Jaden Ivy played 41 minutes. Um, anything standing out to you here for Detroit? Not, not really. Like, so does Jaden Ivy has some, have some upside? Yes. But 7,100 against Detroit doesn't feel like the right place to allocate that salary. Killian Hayes, 6,600 against Detroit. I, I might like him a little bit better, but because he's cheaper, but I still don't feel like it's the right place to allocate salary. Bagley, 6,800, probably going to play 30 minutes. He might be fine. James Wiseman, 5,700. Uh, I just don't feel like any of these guys are the right play for salary allocation. So, And that's kind of on both sides of the game unless somebody sits like – I wouldn't be surprised if Giannis, while probable now, is downgrade to questionable and downgrade to out with a knee swelling or something because they can win this game without him. We saw Chris Middleton randomly get ruled out last week just out of nowhere. So maybe that happens, maybe it doesn't. But all in all, as this game stands right now, pretty much everybody's a scratch off. Yeah, I mean, it's such a hard game to build for because you really just don't expect the game to stay close. Um, so – I think, like I said, if you're building for this game, you're building like large field tournament type of place. And that's, mm-hmm. I think that's even like kind of a, a stretch. I don't know. Big total, big total. Detroit guys are playing minutes. Um, I mean, maybe you're looking at some of these guys. Maybe you're looking at like Duran, who have they just been kind of limiting his minutes because they don't want to win games or. Have they really been like limiting his minutes? So, you know, him and uh, another guy that like is is somewhat interesting in a blowout is Livers at 4,700 because I think he's going to get 30 plus minutes anyway. Yep. But, I'm but <laughs> large field tournaments only. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, this is so next game, right? We got Houston at New York. Same type of scenario, right? 20, 228 and a half total. And the Knicks are a 12 and a half point favorite. Like we are fully in the end of March NBA. Now we're here. We've hit it. We're, we're here. Um, injury report for this one, Houston, second end of a back-to-back. We don't know. New York Knicks, Brunson questionable. Um, so who knows if Houston suits everybody up here on the second end of a back-to-back, you know, they've been careful with like KPJ's minutes, um, Jalen Green's minutes. Like, do they play everybody? I mean, they probably do, but I don't know. Um, talk to me here about Houston. KPJ played 37 minutes today. All right. Pr- prior to this, prior to this pod. Jalen Green's been playing massive minutes pretty much all month. Um do they sit today? They could. Uh, like I said, they I mean they've been playing Jalen Green specifically has been playing massive minutes. 
all in all, I don't really want to play anyone from Houston now. I have been like kind of on the Jalen Green train, Stevie, just because he's playing so many minutes when he has the upside in the scoring numbers. Yeah. Like he gets there. I was on him the other night against Memphis. As you re- recall, he didn't get there. Well, then he comes and plays Cleveland, which is a tougher defensive team. He scores 30 points, 30 real points, and puts up 41 fantasy points. So he's a guy that, you know, while people may be scratching him off because of the minutes, Stevie, I just can't – he's a guy that's going to be in my pool down the stretch until they show that they're just not going to play him anymore. So I uh, like him a lot. Um, but outside of that, I think he, he's kind of the main guy, unless some of these other guys are going to get ruled out. And then we can play some Tari's and we can play some uh, Jabari Smith, you know, uh, conf- more confidently if a Sengun were to sit or something like that. But I don't see that happening. They're going to spread it out with some of these guys. But Jalen Green, they seem committed to getting big minutes. And maybe he just wants to play. And he said, I'm not I'm not playing these low minutes. I want to play. I'm in the NBA, if that's the case. Uh, he's going to play, and he's really the only only Houston Rocket player that I've mostly been playing here recently. Yeah, I've been I've been really kind of hesitant to play anybody. I mean, Jabari Smith went on a little bit of a run there where he was playing fantastic, um, but like Sangoon is his price. Like the problem I think with Houston in general too is none of them are like under 6k like none of the guys i want to play outside of maybe eason are under 6k so you're needing like it's an eight game slate it's not like a five game slate where we're sitting here talking about raw points mattering um raw points still matter on an eight game slate but not as much as a five game slate so i just worry a little bit about that as well um more than anything else yeah all right next side brunson matters um yes if he's in or out matters what are your thoughts here on the knicks yeah if brunson is out then uh you know quickly priced up now he's 6500 so we don't get the sneaky quickly play but i think rj barrett would be in play at 6300 getting if he gets big minutes no brunson definitely is going to equal a little bit more opportunity for him um julius rando i don't have to sell you on julius rando 9300 would be a good price for him. And I think Mitch Rob at 4800 probably a little bit too cheap for a matchup with Houston. And, uh, man, it'd be nice if Isaiah Hartenstein was playing 25 minutes a game. He would be sneaky. But I still think at 3800 if you think the Knicks possibly run away with it a little bit, take take a couple shots on Hartenstein at 3800 Couldn't hurt you. Put him in, you know, you can put him in your center spot as a cheap guy. If he gets you 28 fantasy points, I think you're feeling good. I don't think he goes for like 40, but I, I think 25 to 30 is definitely reasonable in a blowout situation against a Houston team. Yeah, fair enough. Um, looking at the last like month with Brunson off the floor, we got a decent sample size here. Quickly, 1.1 fantasy points per minute. Um, Barrett around 0.94 and Randall around 1.21. Really, no like huge bumps outside of quickly. Quickly's been the biggest bump here with Brunson off the floor. 6,500 against Houston might not be enough. Like, I I appreciate them yeah. pricing him up, but I mean, this, this is a guy that probably should have been in the 7k range. Um, but kudos to them trying, yeah. I mean, 65 is reasonable. It makes you question. It makes you thinking about it. 
If he was fifty five hundred, like he'd be seventy percent owned. Yeah, we wouldn't even be thinking about it. We'd just be plugging him in. But I, I yeah. think even at sixty five in this matchup against Houston, probably not the first guy off the floor in a blowout type of game either. Um, so yeah, definite interest here in quickly for the Knicks. All right, now we go from like these seven o'clock games to like a nine o'clock game on the East Coast. Um, so mm-hmm. if you live on the West Coast and you usually don't get to play like NBA, you get. I'm sure they'll run a, a nice little five game nine o'clock start slate here too. Um, so yeah, there you go. I mean, that's that's almost another mini slate for some of these yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Heck yeah! And then you take away two of the blowout games. Not a bad Stevie, you, you might be honest. Of, this Listen, might actually be the slate that the. the, the 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 uh the satellite slate might be the one to get in the turbos and stuff like who this nine through ten thirty slate is going to be fantastic. Do you guys like how I get Chief excited? I uh, just I get him excited. <laughs> He's sitting over there and he was like he was doing his thing and then like I, I brought this up and he got he got excited and I'm like that oh, man. Listen, I hear you. I hear yeah. you, Chief. I hear you. All man. right. Uh, listen, I don't disagree though. This 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 slate. Looks a lot more interesting for sure. All right, we got Phoenix and Utah. Utah, two thirty and a half total. The Suns a six and a half point favorite. Aiton is probable. Duran is out. Clarkson and Rudy Gay. Colin Sexton out. Marketing questionable. Going Phoenix first. A team that has definitely struggled here recently. Um, DeAndre DeAndre Aiton coming back is going to be huge. He's been out for eleven days. This will be. Maybe what we'll be looking at uh, a minutes type of limit for him, 25, 30, maybe. Um, they need to win games, so I could see him playing full about a minutes as well. Devin Booker, 10K. Price tag, he really hasn't paid off, but it's Utah. We love, we love attacking Utah with guards. Um, I could yeah. see him or Chris Paul having a good game here. What do you like um, for Phoenix? So with Aiden coming back, honestly, even though Chris Paul's scoring isn't going to be there, I still like – I feel like I like Chris Paul more. I, th- I think Chris Paul gets gets the double-digit assist here with Aiden coming back into the fold. And so I still think without KD, Chris Paul can put up 10 to 12 real points. He's not going to be in the mid-20s a lot. But, I mean, if he can stay steady at 12, 13 points and get that to – you know, nine to 12 assists most games with Aiden back, uh, you know, a couple steals, a couple rebounds. I think the point guard at 7,400 against Utah uh, is a good proposition here. I'm with you on, on, on Devin Booker at 10K. That's very expensive. Um, I'd be willing to leave him out. Aiden at 7,400. Uh, if they say he's full go, as an example, like they say, hey, he's going to play normal minutes. I'm in 7,400. I like the price. If he's got any type of minutes limitation under 30 minutes, then I think I'm out. But uh, Chris Paul, definitely a a favorite of mine uh, for sure. Definitely going to be paying attention to the news when it comes to Aiton. I think it matters a lot on this slate. I mean, he could be a really good play at 7,400 if he's going to get full minutes here. Um, I mean, I do like Chris Paul. I just want to kind of hammer that home one more time. Chris Paul at 7,400 is very appealing on this slate. Love guards against Utah. If Clarkson, with Clarkson already out too, we're getting like 
Horton Tucker trying to play point guard against Chris Paul. Like, Chris Paul might pick him like four or five times on this slate. I'm just saying. Yeah. Stevie, so our good friend, All right. Richie Smalls, 23-20, says Warren has been seen some minutes. I don't know if you guys were listening to this podcast a few times, maybe maybe last week some point, Stevie. Do you remember? I, I remember saying, hey, we've seen TJ Warren get 20 minutes. May want to go ahead and hop on that boat now while he's 3,500. Past two games, 29 and 27 minutes, 24 and 31 fantasy points. Richie, I hope you were on the boat before before now. He's now 4,200. And, you know, so a little, a little different, but Listen, we've we've been on the TJ Warren train, I think, before everybody. Uh, so, uh, you know, TJ Warren, th- thank goodness. Hope he helped you. Some of you guys cash forty two hundred. You can take a shot against Utah, um, but we've already been on that train. Do we do we think he keeps playing the minutes if Aiton comes back? I think he does. I think he does too. I I, I think he's better than Joshua Koji. Because and they're just score. realizing it, and they're just like, "Hey, we're gonna roll this guy out there." I think that's the case. I don't think this has anything to do with it. I, I mean, you laugh, but I—I I was being somewhat serious. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have Warren written down my list. So I was writing him down really quick. Um, Utah side of this one, no Clarkson, no. Um, Sexton, we know that's marketing questionable. Um, he's been in and out, in and out, uh, dealing with like a hand injury. No idea what Utah's doing. We we talked about this on the Sirius XM show this past weekend, um, on Saturday. No idea what Utah's doing. Like, are they trying to lose? Are they trying to like what are they doing? Um, I don't think they want to play in the playoffs, Stevie. I think they just want to, pack you think it that's in. yeah, I mean. It's got to be because they were in the thick of things for for a little minute. They were, they were, and, yeah, they were. And right then there. they just kind of stopped, like right. So so sex has been out. Um, Clarkson's out. Not now they're ruling out marketing on a day to day basis. Um, Olenek was out for a little period as well. Rudy Gay's out now. He's old. Like I, I don't think they want to win. I don't think they want to win basketball games. And they've got picks for days from all these trades. I don't. I, just, I don't think they want to win. No, I mean, it's kind of where my head is at. Um, so if Markinen sits, tough matchup against Phoenix, obviously, but like Olenek has just been someone that has been balling out here um, recently. And if Markinen's going to sit again, this guy's going to keep shooting. He has triple-double upside recently. Um, talk to me here about Utah. Yeah, man, and, and I will throw this in very quickly here. So Utah's in the 12th spot um, at 35 and 39. Yep. If they won, they could – if they won because and a couple of these other teams lost, they could easily hop back into 10, 9, 8. Depending. So I don't think they want to win anymore, Steve. Like, I think they're like, wait a minute, let's not waste our time here. Let's just keep losing games. <laughs> uh, and that's where I think they are. So if, if marketing comes back – I don't hate him as a play at 9K. So he's a guy that's had some upside. But generally speaking, I don't want to play anyone from Utah tonight. Um, not even THT. Uh, he, they seem content at keeping him right under 30 minutes. 
Yep. And that 7K against Houston, I mean, Phoenix, excuse me. I don't think that's going to cut it. Uh, Agbaji, you know, he had a nice game against Sacramento. Well, this is Phoenix. He could be okay, but I I don't think it's worth it at 5,800. Olenek is now 7,100. He's been playing fantastic, but I I don't want to pay 7,100 for Olenek. If he gets 35 fantasy points, that price doesn't help me at all, really. It's just kind of right on par. So I'm out on Utah. Said all that to say it's they don't they don't feel like good plays to me. Yeah, um, Olenek would be my like tournament play here. Chris Dunn's not getting enough minutes um, for me to have a ton of interest in him. Um, Fontecchio is someone that's been getting minutes. He just shot terrible against Sacramento the other night. Um, two for ten from the field, one for five from three against Sacramento. Like. You get a matchup against Sacramento and you shoot one for five from three. He's someone that I think you could take some tournament shots on, but his price is starting to come up as well. Um, so it gets tough. It, it gets tough at this time of the year um, when you really don't know what the motive for these teams are. Like this is a Utah team that literally beat Sacramento and Boston. And then like they were rolling like just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know. No idea what the motive is. They're still in it. Like they're, they're really like technically still in it, but they're not. Yeah. When they officially get out, do they roll out marketing for the year? I mean, they basically I'm, I'm done it with guess Clarkson. close to it. They basically done it with Clarkson and I exactly. think they have them both under contract. Um, but anyway, moving on. Philadelphia at Denver. We got a fantastic basketball game Ooh. here. Um, we go from some of these games to this one. 228.5 total. The Nuggets, a five-point favorites on the Denver side. Michael Porter Jr. is questionable. On the Philadelphia side, they do not like us. Embiid, Harden, House, questionable. We'll go Philadelphia first. Um, gosh, man, it's so tough night before to talk about Philadelphia when they the two highest usage players on the team are both questionable. But no, only one of them is actually questionable in this game. Yeah, Harden, right? Like Embiid's trying to win the That's MVP. It. Yeah. He's playing Listen, every game. Embiid is not sending this game out. I, right. I can tell you that today. Does Embiid feel... win the MVP after he just absolutely hands it to Jokic in this game? That, 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 Stevie, that's got to We got to be... play some narrative here, right? Okay. I'm like, more, all right. Hold on. I'm sitting back up. You peek my Take my interest. Thinking this through. Here we go. Um, yeah. Right? Okay. Listen, I, I'm not the biggest narrative person. Me, me either, but this but, one does matter. But these two, I mean, they're neck and neck for MVP, right? Like, there's no one questioning yes. that. Um, like, this is coming. This is coming. He he put up 47 actual points against Jokic earlier this year. 87 fantasy points. And beats playing. Embiid's yes. smashing. He's, he's not questionable, folks. Don't, he's playing don't be and fooled. he's smashing. He is playing in this game. He might be my favorite player on the slate now. Yeah, I, I, I'm in on Embiid anyway. You made me sit uh, up. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's that's what it is, and especially if Harden sits. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's going to be Embiid City. Um, so I, I I'm in for for all the beat that I can handle here at eleven five. Steve, I, I'm he, he's a great play today. Jokic's right below him, but I mean, 
Embiid is at the top of top of the food chart, and you, you better believe his teammates will give him the ball for some of these possessions. Doc Rivers is going to call, you know, a play, and they're going to say, "All right, Doc, cool, I, we heard you. Hey, Embiid, just get the ball, buddy." He took. <laughs> He took 31 shots against Denver okay. earlier this year. Exactly. Harden you. played in that game. Thank you. Th- that's what I'm saying. And I'm oh. not a big narrative guy like you, but the two guys clamp clawing for MVP. <laughs> one, one, one seems to not care about it. The other cares about it completely. Oh, you know Embiid he, cares. He wants it. You he, know Embiid cares. You know he wants yeah. that MVP. Yeah. He feels like he should. He probably should have won it at least one time over the last two years. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh man. I can, I can feel the energy right now. Actually, I, I, listen, I'm getting a little excited. Yes. I'm getting yes. a little excited. Like honestly, we, this game should be on TV. Like this is a game where they should have said, "Okay, look, ESPN, whatever we got to do to get this one on TV tonight." Or any other sports, let's get this one live. Like, we want the people, which I'm sure, you know, um, if you've got uh, a league pass, we, we can all watch it. But I'm saying this one should have been available for the masses. It's going to be a good game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't have it up in front of me. Can anybody tell me what the current odds are for MVP? Um, I'm just, I'm pulling it up. Embiid's minus 180. Jokic is plus 180. See? Might want to get on that 180 or 150 before this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Denver side of this one. Um, tough matchup for Jokic. He shot eight for 12 last time these two teams played. Uh, didn't, I mean, almost had a triple double. A really solid game, but 11-4 when Embiid's 11-5. I'm leaning Embiid in that matchup. Uh, tougher matchup for Jamal Murray as well, um, 7,900. I mean, if Michael Porter Jr. ends up sitting in this game and, and – Murray's going to be big. Yeah, Murray's interesting. And I think a guy like Bruce Brown is interesting. And the other guy – we're going to blast to the pass here. Hold, hold your horses for a second, Will. But – KCP, if Michael Porter Jr. sits in this game, KCP. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, KCP, no, no. I'm going to call it. He's going to play 34 minutes if Michael Porter Jr. sits. So I'm I'm definitely not wrong if Michael Jr. Michael Porter Jr. plays. I'm right. It doesn't matter because I – who knows. But if Michael Porter Jr. sits, KCP plays 34 
minutes in this game. And I don't know, like, if it's going to be one of those scenarios where, like, minutes equal production, but they're going to need his defense in this game. They're going to need him if Harden plays. They're going to need him for Maxi, these types of guys. So, KCP, minutes are going to be there, I think, in this game. But this is interesting because not only is this a blast from the past, this is a very specific blast from the past, people. And for all of you longtime listeners, at one point, our good friend and host, Mr. Stevie TPFL, was considered the KCP whisperer. I couldn't miss, was, dude. When he was playing for the it Detroit was... Pistons. I don't know if you guys remember this. This, this, now we're taking it kind of. I mean, we're taking a, yeah, yeah. We're, it got to the it point, back. like, no joke. It got to the point where the Detroit Rod Beard wanted to meet me, the Detroit reporter. <laughs> and he asked me in person when I met him at a Magic game. He's like, dude, how did you do it? And, like, there was no logical reason on how it worked for KCP for so long. It just did. It was like, it was weird, like, pace up spots uh, against teams that struggle with turnovers. And, like, he just, dominated in those matchups for like six months and i always got it right and it was very weird i got so many people that messaged me about kcp at one point and um blast from the past man we're having some fun on the morning grind here on this sunday night monday morning podcast so yeah oh those are the days man good old days man those are the days kcp made me a lot of money back in the day there was an Andre Drummond for like a oh few weeks. Gosh. Andre Drummond made me a lot of money. Um, he was like one percent on one night in a really tough matchup, and like I just was on him. And it was like, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna give you my one percent on guy that took me to the top, uh, Stevie. So random, this is gonna be a, a random name. It was actually Julius Randle when he was with the Lakers. I mean, he just had no ownership one night and went off for like 64. In some some pace up spot that nobody played him last game of the night. In fact, no, no, Steven. In fact, here's what I did: I I took Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Julius Randle. That's what it was. Julius Randle went off for like 64. I think Embiid had like 84. I think Ben Simmons had close to 70. When it was like this random game where they went to LA and everybody just went off. Oh, it was glorious, glorious. Yeah, um, gosh, I have so many funny stories like that. Do you all YouTube YouTube chat? Do you guys have any fun stories when it comes to um, either live finals or anything like that? When it comes to NBA or bass baseball, anything? Uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Minnesota at Sacramento, another fun spot, right? This yes. game is fantastic. Um, on a back to back, by the well, you know that. Never mind. A Kongwu got me a random 45 at like 3.8 can and I didn't cash tonight. That's that's the best. Um, that's even better. All right. We got a 239.5 total in this game. Kings a 5.5 point favorite. Minnesota second end of a back-to-back. Sacramento, De'Aaron Fox is questionable. Sat out Saturday with the hamstring. Left Friday's game with the hamstring um norman powell on the blazers money one time won me 10k richie smalls that's awesome um talk to me here about minnesota will yeah I oh think, you know- oh dude one of my favorite oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but Go one right of my ahead. favorite all times one of my all-time favorite my first ever playboy mansion qualifier seats 
was on the back of Chris Humphreys when he played for the Boston Celtics. He had like oh, a random Chris 40. Humphreys. He had like a random 47 fantasy point oh, night, and God. I won the live final seat by like three points. And he was like less than less than two percent owned, if I remember correctly. Like he just absolutely smashed. It was probably the best game of his career. I happened to play him that night. Chris Humphreys. I I I at one point had a Chris Humphreys jersey. I wore it to the Playboy Mansion that year. Um, there you go. That that's another one for you. Um, Minnesota. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll come. Maybe I'll close mine out with another weird story like that. Uh, I've got one about the Hornets where the Hornets took me down some money, and I had to sweat a Giannis game against Orlando. We'll talk about that later. But Carl uh, uh, Anthony Towns is back. Stevie playing mid-20s minutes, which, uh, you know, I'm not expecting to just keep climbing to, like, massive minutes right this minute, but he's back. So I do think it helps them win, um, but it makes me less interested in all these other pieces. Like, Mike Conley at 6,300. I know it's against Sacramento, but I'm not as interested. Anthony Edwards is 8,800. Like, maybe, but, you know, he's kind of had some issues as well. Um, you know, Kyle Anderson, I, a lot of his value is going to be zapped. So th- this is just the odd team now. I think until the pricing comes back down, Rudy Gobert, I understand that he could still put up nice games, but I, but I have to feel like his ceiling is going to be more limited now. I'm, I'm not thrilled about the Minnesota side because more of the prices less than the activity that's going to happen in this game. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Can we, I mean, can we just play the devil's advocate here real quick? Sure. Anthony Towns, two minutes ago in the Timberwolves Warriors game right now on Sunday night. Towns at 30 minutes. He's still on the floor. I know where you're going. Can we see a scenario that he sits this game? I think I can. I can. I can. I like that call. So, especially at 30 minutes. He's at 30. He's on the floor still, two minutes to go. Um, You would think he's finishing the game at that point. So, we're calling it roughly 32 minutes for Towns on Sunday night. No way he plays in this game, right? No way he plays in this game. Like, every game matters for the Timberwolves. Don't get me wrong. Every game matters right now. And beating the Kings is huge. The Kings are in a really good spot. They're like 45 and 29. They might be without Fox again. Yeah, Kings are third in the conference right now. Yep. 
So and got games, a sizable lead on 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 Phoenix, sizable enough to where they could still lose one or two and not be like crunched. Yeah. So I I'm with you. This could be a big game if they they beat them because they're in the eighth spot, right behind the Pelicans, right behind the Warriors. They they need this game. So let's let's play devil's advocate really quick. If Towns doesn't play, I think that bumps up a guy like Edwards and Kyle Anderson. Um, yes. The Kings are terrible at defending the three. Um, Anderson's been playing fantastic here recently with, with um, Towns out. He's actually playing fantastic against the Warriors on Sunday night as well. So, I mean, Edwards is, he's going to chuck a lot of threes in this game. And Sacramento's terrible at defending the three. So I, I could see Edwards having a big game. Prop-wise, I definitely would be looking at what his three-point prop was on this slate. And then, I mean, I, I think you have to have interest in, in Ant, like Kyle Anderson. Like, this is a guy that was 7,100 on Sunday, back down to 6,900 because Carl Anthony Towns came back. If Towns plays, I don't have a ton of interest in Minnesota because of the pricing. But if Towns is out, now we're talking uh, because this yeah. game's going to have a lot of pace and it's going to have a lot of scoring. Yep, I like it. Um, King side, waiting on Fox News. Um, matters a lot if Fox plays or not. Real injury, hamstring injury, left Friday's game or Saturday's game. Friday's game. Left Friday's game, missed Saturday's game with a hamstring injury. Um, we'll see whether or not he's back. I, I don't see them rushing it. Hamstring injuries for a guy like Fox. The worst thing you could do is rush him back here um, when you don't need to. You're very safely in the playoffs right now. Um, so no need to rush him back and get him hurt. Like you rush him back and he misses the playoffs and you're like, oh, I just I lost one of my best players. Yeah. Yeah. So assuming that he doesn't play. Sabonis is 10-3. That price tag is a lot, but his usage goes up. Kevin Herter's usage goes up as well. 48 fantasy points against Utah the other night. Big game for Herter. And 50-plus um, the game before that. Yeah, he had a big game before that. Uh, Malik Monk did not play as much as uh, I was expecting, but he got ejected when I was looking into it more. I was like, all right, that makes a lot more sense. Um, Mitchell ended up playing 29 minutes, having 28 fantasy points. He is 4,500 now. That is a huge price increase from 3,300. I'm on the fence on Mitchell. Probably don't play him a lot, even if Fox sits. Um, I like Sabonis. Yeah. I like Herter. Those are where I'm going to attack Sacramento in this game if Fox does not play. And and I don't mind Keegan Murray in tournaments. Yeah, I'm with you on Herter. Because, so here's the thing. Herter's going to play minutes regardless. But when Fox is out, the shot attempts go up, Stevie. And that, that's where the money is for him. The shot attempts through the roof. I mean, you saw him take 18 shots against Phoenix, 21 against Utah, and I think that continues somewhere between 16 to 22 shots, you know, um, in this game as well against Minnesota. So Herder definitely on the board. Uh, Sabonis at 10-3. I think he's a he's a big-time player. His minutes are just so stable, and so what you're looking for with him is just the upside. Harrison Barnes, 5,300. I'm more likely to play Harrison Barnes in this spot as well. Because of the minutes, and they'll need, need need him to pick up some of the scoring load as well. So th- that handful of guys you, you mentioned, Murray, so I wasn't going to mention him, but uh, everybody else, I I like them a ton. The, the guys that are that are going to play, I'm with you. Davion Mitchell's a fade for me. Um, I'd be in on Malik Monk under 5K. Uh, really, really good for him. He could play 25 minutes, pick up 30 plus fantasy points here for sure. 
All right, moving on. We got New Orleans at uh, Portland taking on the Trailblazers. 226.5 total in this game. Pelicans, a nine-point favorites. Uh, Portland's on the second end of a back-to-back. New Orleans will be without Alvarado and Zion Williamson. Um, We'll talk to John Portland in just a second, but let's start with New Orleans. What are your thoughts here on the Pelicans? Um, They need to keep winning basketball games, Stevie. Um, they're in the seventh spot, and so I, I don't see them slowing down at all. Their guys are going to play. Uh, this is a, in my opinion, this is a, a, an extreme must-win game for them um, because the more they win, if, if the Clippers or Warriors or Suns slip up at all, Stevie, they could jump from seven to five or six. I mean, from seven to five or four quickly if they win games yeah. and the other teams lose. So. Every game matters. I'm expecting these guys to play. Uh, McCollum's 8,200 uh, might be a little bit too expensive uh, if if Portland it does indeed shut Dame down because they're basically going to be playing against the scrubs. Uh, but I I won't hate it. Herb Jones hasn't really put up a nice fantasy performance here recently, uh, but had a nice stretch earlier. He's 5,200. I think what's impacted that is the fact that Jonas Valanciunas is just going bonkers. Game in and game out, Stevie. They want to win games. Maybe they held him back so he could play bigger minutes down the stretch at the end of the season to get into the playoffs. They're winning, so I, I like I like him a ton. Uh, Brandon Ingram, eighty nine hundred. He's close. Might be a little bit too expensive, especially if they shut Dame down for the rest of the season. So um, CJ's on the fringe. Uh, Ingram's on the fringe. Like Jonas Valanciunas, everybody else is just kind of blocked. Yeah, I mean, we can we can talk Portland, you know. I don't think we see Lillard, Grant, Nurkic, Simons play the rest of the season. And I don't think that's necessarily a hot take. Um No, no, they've already been talking about it. Like Yeah, not a hot take. You know, Lillard yeah. already being talked about being shut down for the season. If they shut down him, there's no reason to run out Grant or Nurkic and I think yeah. Simons injuries is actually like his foot injury is like legit. So why where they roll him out there. Um, if these guys sit, I have a lot of interest in Portland. Um, I think everybody will. Eubanks is 4,300. Little is 3,800. Um, Sharp's a little bit higher at 6,200, but he's going to handle like all the point guard minutes if Lillard and Simons will sit. So, I mean, I have interest here because they're going to be limited on bodies and they're going to have to run these guys out there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Stevie, not only that, they're going to play big minutes if yep. all these – like if Dame sits – I was already – like I'm not expecting Jeremy Grant to come back, to be honest with you. So I've kind of already just scratched him out. Like he doesn't really exist in lineups to me anymore. We already know Simons is not going to play. Um, I, I'm pretty much starting to scratch Nurkic out. Like he – no reason for him to be playing. They're 32 and whatever. They're like, I don't know, 14, 15. They're not winning. It doesn't matter. So, Lillard, Lillard, Simons, and Nurkic are under contract for three more years, I think. Yeah. They're all under contract to 26. Yeah. Grant was a – I think this is his last year. Um, so maybe he plays. But, I, I mean, mm. I have a hard time seeing Lillard, yeah. Simons, or Nurkic play. Yeah. So, Sharp, you know, all, all these guys that, you know – are fringe. You know, Eubanks, I think, is 
right on the edge for me because he just doesn't have a whole lot of ceiling. But I, I don't want to scratch him out because, you know, I think he plays 25 to 30 minutes. But all these other guys, uh, Cam Reddish, 4,600. Uh, he's a guy I'd be interested in. Um, you know, he's a guy that kind of needs to prove himself a little bit. Uh, is it going to be the Keon Johnson show again down the stretch, Stevie? I know you remember last year, Keon Johnson just every night felt like 40, 50 fantasy points. Uh, <laughs> and he was 3K felt like for a week. He just kept putting up monster performances. I don't know what they're going to do with him. But Sharp Watford, which Watford did, I know Watford kind of had this weird injury, uh, kind of tweaked something, I think, in their previous game. So we'll see. Um what they decided to do, and he had some, some an ankle injury and didn't come he back to the game. He hurt himself Sunday night, yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying if he sits too, like, it, it, this team's going to be wide open for value. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait and see what we're looking at. Hopefully we get this news early because it's 10 o'clock game. But, yeah, a lot of, lot of good spots for Portland here. Even a tough matchup just because, I mean, they, they're going to play the minutes here. All right, finish out Bulls Clippers 224 and a half total. Clippers a five point favorite in this one. Paul George is out. Norman Powell is out. Chicago, second end of a back to back, which the Bulls don't care. They'll play everybody. They played the Lakers, so it's not like it's a travel. They go back and they come back. Yeah. Um, Chicago. Bulls still what alive. Like what do you like here for the Bulls? Yeah, I think, Stevie, what I'm trying to decide is. How interested are the Bulls in making the playoffs? Very interested. Because they're, they're right there, and it looks like they've been playing competitive basketball. You talked about they beat the Lakers. I think they beat the Lakers 118-110 with LeBron coming back into the fight. I think that's what the score was. Uh, Levine has been uh, out of his mind the past two games in terms of scoring over 30 points. Uh, DeRozan was on a nice stretch as well. And then just had to sit out a game. But if you look at his Stevie, 80, 53, 45, 10, 40, he's, he's been putting up, getting back to these 40-plus performances most nights. So I, I like the Bulls here. They want to win. They want to be competitive. I don't, you can't play them all together, but I definitely think you put uh, these, these this core group into a building, lineup HQ, uh, or into a player group on their own and just say, hey, one at a time. I like all three, but I only want one in any of my lineups and go from there. Um, Vooch ejected early in Sunday's game. I think it was a two quick technicals or something like that, arguing calls. Um, so he's going to have fresh legs in this game. But, yeah, I mean, you look at the Bulls, they're they're one game back. I mean, they're, they're won seven in the last ten games. They're playing these guys big minutes here recently. Um, I mean, you would assume by everything that we're looking at, they want to make the playoffs. Um, they're not taking the Pacers approach where they're just kind of resting guys down the stretch. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, overall, um, Vooch would probably be my favorite, but I'm with you. Levine's been playing really well here recently. He's just 8,700. Put up 50 fantasy points against this team earlier this year. And if you think Kawhi is going to guard DeRozan, Levine definitely benefits from that with no Paul George. Yeah. Or Norman Powell. Um, Clippers side of this game, Kawhi 10-1. Definitely benefits from Paul George being off the floor. Um, only 27 minutes in the blowout against New Orleans the other night. What are your thoughts here on the Clippers? Um, 
just a weird team to kind of peg down right now. I just I don't mind Kawhi. Like 10-1, I, I still think it's expensive. Um but I, I, th- I think he's got 60-point upside, so I don't hate it. I think we were waiting for Eric Gordon to kind of become a thing again, right, when he was a little bit cheaper to open up some of these uh, Paul George starts, and nothing's changed, Stevie. So he's he hasn't played well or great. Let me say this. He hasn't played great in terms of fantasy numbers. Like, he shot 100% from the field against the Pelicans, 5 for 5 and 3 for 3 from 3. Um, but he only put up 22 fantasy points in 24 minutes. only put up – 14 fantasy points in 22 minutes. Um, part of that is, is blowouts. Well, this should be a game where it's competitive down the stretch. I still don't like the price. It's mainly just Kawhi for me. Yeah. So XM show Saturday, I said my favorite like tournament play was Bones Highland. <laughs> he had like seven fantasy points and absolutely crushed late in that game and ended up with like 30 fantasy points so lucked into that big time um <laughs> anyway listen to that um he's 5k now i don't think you could do it um yeah. so I, I think it's quiet only for me on the clippers um yeah they need zubox size in this game i think he's an okay option if you land in that spot um my only problem is, I mean, Plumlee's just sitting there, man. Gosh, I wish he went to a different team. Anyway, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Started off five under favorite play, under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got, Will? Well, I mean, there's a plethora of players today, believe it or not, Stevie. Um, one is someone that you mentioned. I'm going to go to a guy that I mentioned. Um, or that we, we both kind of talked about here. Malik Monk facing Minnesota, 4,900. Uh, like him a ton. Yeah, I like that. I think there's a lot of um, good options here on today's slates. I'm actually going to go to um, Nassar Little for Portland, 3,800. Yeah. They're very invested in his future. I think he's signed for like – I was just looking at Portland contracts, and he's signed for like four more years. So – very invested in him getting healthy and like living up to the potential that everyone kind of knows is there. So give me, give me little at 3,800. I think he plays a lot of minutes down the stretch. Um, I think they get him a lot of time here. Hopefully he can bounce back from all these injuries. That's kind of been plaguing him over 8k to go under five X. Who is your bust today? Uh, give me Devin Booker. 10k. I don't like that one. Will. I don't like that one. I don't know if he gets like 7X, but man, um, listen, you never know. Listen, I am I am going to the MVP streets, Will. I'm going, Jokic is going to get Embiid today. Embiid is going to show up in a big way. Jokic is going to bust. Yeah. Listen, I just took Booker under because he's 10K and you got Aiton coming back. I think they just win this game. Like, Yeah. Yeah. That, that's you. really my reasoning. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I hear you. He's averaging 65 against this team in two matchups this year. That's all I'm saying. Utah against guards, man. <laughs> That's a scary one. That's a scary one. You're going to make me look. I'm going to get a text from Will tomorrow about 1030 tomorrow night. Hey, how about that Devin Booker? <laughs> and I'm just going to send him an emoji 
text back. That's how it's going to go down. Um, favorite 6X play. Who do you got today? Oh, man. I, I, I almost stayed in the same game. I do have an alternate today, um, but I'll I'll come back to that. Uh, this is a guy, Stevie, that I think he's expensive, but I think he's going nuts today. Give me from the big city of New York, give me Julius Randle, 9,300. I, right. I think he's going bonkers. I'm going to stay in that same game. I'm going to go to the same team, and I'm going to go quickly at 6,500. Um, talk yeah. about how much I like him when we were talking about it. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who is your let's get weird GPP play of the day? Uh, I think this is weird enough, even on this slate. Um, give me DeMar DeRozan at 8,600 against the Clippers. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, my let's get weird GPP play today is going to be Kelly Olynyk. Um, I'm hoping that marketing sits again. He's just been chucking, man. And this is a great spot for him to chuck. <sighs> Matchup, it seems really good, even with um, like Aiton coming back. Like he's going to be getting like TJ Warren on the wing, Tory Craig on the wing. Like it seems like a good spot for Kelly Olynyk to shoot a bunch. And he likes to shoot a bunch. So that's what I'm going to take. Um, any fantasy pick and plays or bets standing out to you here night before? Not currently. Um, yeah, because the, the board is very thin right now. They don't really have much on there. So I'm, I'm kind of tapped today. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, definitely going to be hanging out in the chop shop or prop shop. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, hanging out in the uh people laugh when i do it because they're like oh chop shop but they don't get it your name's chief it's the yeah. chop shop um there <laughs> I'll, th I'll throw some context to it but anyway um hang out in the prop shop today i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of basketball goodness this is a really really strong slate i do however if you are in the night before kind of betting um idea as me I like the Pelicans minus eight and a half on the DK Sportsbook or BetMGM. Um, I think the Pelicans crush the Trailblazers in this game. I think we see the Trailblazers kind of shut down these studs for the rest of the season. So give me New Orleans uh, minus eight and a half in this game. I think they, I think they handle this game because yeah. you're looking at the Pelicans. I mean, they're another team that like you want to win every game and you get a matchup against a tanking Nike resting Portland team. I won't say tanking resting Portland team. I think you have to get excited about this game. So um, give me that one. I, I like that a lot. So, uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. Let's go ahead and take down these NBA tournaments. MLB is on the way. So um, Carl Anthony Towns hit a three to the Timberwolves beat the Warriors. Yeah, I saw that. Watch out, man. Yeah. Watch out for Minnesota. Yeah. That's going to wrap it up here for Monday. I hope everyone has a fantastic day. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.